0: Good morning, mindful people. Guess what? It's the first of December. I had to look for a quote that you know uh, is going to uplift this month. You know, um, I did find one that says, "December, you're the last one, so be the best one." But it just dawned on me this morning that. You know, this month of December, it's a month of celebration. It's a month that has, you know, um, the most celebrated festival or um, an activity that brings people together, which is is Christmas. It brings families together, you know, and then we have the New Year after that. So really, there's so much going on. And I hear sometimes people talk about December, um in a very negative way because there is no money you know There's there's a lot of things going on you know people have to buy foods and gifts and they travel so it's a chaotic month but we the mindful people we know that no matter what is going on on the outside we're not going to go with the flow. we are equipped with tools to help us to stay afloat no matter what. So we want to welcome in the month of December because we know that it's the last one so we want to make it the best before we enter into the new year. So this platform is to help us to have tools that are going to help us to, you know, lead us into a new way of thinking, you know about things. I think this is a beauty of mindfulness. For me, it just gives me a new way of thinking. I I see the world in a very different way compared to when I used to move with the floor because people have said this, you know, but me, what am I saying? Because we we don't see the world from, from, from the same lines, you know, our eyes, some of us have spiritual eyes, others have physical eyes. And for me, I've had the chance to tap into that Uh, power of just seeing things differently and and I believe that is what is maybe Bringing me happiness. Yeah, even though I may not have everything that I need Yeah, but I can use the tool that I've been given to just view the world differently So we want to view December differently, but I wanted to do something really quick Which is definitely self-care I think we need to look after ourselves this month. Because of so much negativity going on, it's the last month of the year, there's always things going on but we want to believe the best, we want to look after ourselves so that when we enter the new year 2022, we are all ready to you know, overcome everything. <laughs> So, uh, I mean it's, we we're still pretty much under the um the virus climate. We hear of new um, variants coming you know from Africa, from everywhere. There's a talk of that, and you see, those things cause tension, you know if you really pay attention you know the news that goes on around it causes tension it makes you believe that oh my god the world is ending today but look the power that you have as a mindful person is to stay present where you are are you safe where you are are you doing the right thing are you wearing your mask are you washing your hands are you social distancing you know it doesn't matter the world is not ending we are not in world war one where we we are all going to be bombed and you know die all at once you know we see if you look at information it keeps coming and going but how is it leaving you you have to stay centered and grounded all the time to know what am I taking in what type of energy is around out there that I am taking in so today I want to suggest a few tools that you can use to help you know yourself as you going through the self-care journey of december yeah it, i mean it was self-care month in my workplace uh, october was but i wanted to create this december month a month of self-care for this group because of whatever is going on i can feel the energy is coming back you know, um, the new cases are coming up, you know, people are not taking the vaccine. There's so much going on. And then we have Christmas and then we have so many people going to meet. Um, I mean, for us last year, we didn't have a chance to celebrate Christmas with people because, you know, we had a lockdown. So even this Christmas we, we you know, we, we might not have, but you know, it's, it's, it's difficult when we are living under such circumstances as human beings we were created to be, you know, in in, um, in company of others. And then when we have all these restrictions on not being together, there's so much that goes on. So I know that this group, we have people from different parts of the world. And each um, country where you are, there are different restrictions that are put there. But And then Facebook, or our world where we get all the information, has different things about, you know, what's, whatever is going on. But you as a mindful person how are you keeping yourself so some self-care ideas to start with so I want to start with avoid toxic people yeah I don't want to say that yeah we have toxic people all around us but also I wanted to add and then avoid toxic information you know on social media platforms you know avoid indulging in into such information that is going to, you know, cause that bad energy or even cause you to, you know, disrupt your sleep or the way you think, you know, think about all these things or think about all, also this information on social media and think it's, whether it's going to serve you or not serve you, whether it's true or not true, you know, and whether you have control over it or you don't have control over it. You know, I that's how I assess how I allow information to go into my mind because do I have control over this no does it concern me no you know how am I how am I you know how is it relevant to my life at the minute it's not and I remind myself to come back to the present moment what do I have you know i can take time at home i can decide to switch off the tv or maybe just go on netflix watch a movie or do some cleaning or do some self-care you know i can do my skin routine there's so many things that i can come back onto you know do my cooking play with my kids you know do something that is all being present so we must avoid um engaging or indulging You know, we don't only indulge in food these days. We also indulge in toxic information. Definitely by following toxic people. So, yeah. Self-care, December. Be um, mindful. I like to use that word. Be mindful that the information you're taking in is not as toxic because you want to look after your energy. So, take a a guilt-free nap. You know, we need to make normalize rest. You know, we've been told over in the past that we need to be working and working and not, you know, doing this. And then, listen, taking a nap during the day can actually increase your life expectancy. Your lifespan can be actually increased by taking 15 minutes nap, 20 minutes nap, if you get the time. You know, have some sleep. It's not that, you know, you, you you're being lazy or you're. But we need to normalize taking free guilty snaps. Don't feel guilty about having rest. Don't feel guilty about, you know, having your self care day. do don't take don't feel guilty having that fifteen minutes to yourself. You know, without being disturbed or talking to somebody just that quietness that you need you know take that it's very helpful to your brain you know when you give your brain such rest it actually pays you back off you know like with creativity ideas but every time you're tired trust me your brain is not going to give you anything I have tested that and I know that when I have enough sleep and I have enough rest I am good to go face the morning and so many ideas come to me but when I'm tired all I think about is negativity which is the next self-care idea that I'm going to talk about which is challenge your negative thinking challenge the word is challenge you know not everything that dumps into your mind irrespective of where it came from in the past or something happened yesterday the mind is just going to turn it around into You know something unsafe as I've always told you here that the mind's uh, purpose is to it's to make sure that we're safe so it's going to create all this information in our brain trying to warn us of danger and then we pick us we pick that up and then eventually it starts affecting our physical body so challenge your negative thinking you know not every thought that comes in your mind is Okay, to engage with, you know. So I've put a quote down here that says positive thinking is more than just a tagline. It changes the way we behave, you know. So we we need to tag on to positive thinking rather than negative thinking. Become aware whether this thought is taking you into destruction, because you know. The repercussions of negative thinking your heart is going to pound you're going to have shortness of breath you're going to have headaches sleepless nights all those you know symptoms are going to come when you start thinking negatively so as a mindful person you know the repercussions of negative thinking run away from it like today another idea is practice saying no it's really difficult for us you know when we're used to helping people especially if us people who are in that a position of helping others? If you have ideas, if you have, you know, money, if you have um, all this, people will always run to you. You know that is very automatic. Just know that people are going to be running to you, but be mindful of, you know, your yeses. know you're not going to help everybody you're not going to save everybody i mean i have a saying that you know says that i am not going to fix you i'm here to support you but i'm not going to fix you you're not going to fix people's problems yeah but you just give them the tool to support them so learn to say no sometimes if you feel if you feel it i mean by now if you're a mindful person you would know to tap into your own conscious and know Am I doing the right thing? I'm not going to rush because somebody has, you know, requested me to do something. But if I'm not able to, you know, I have to prioritize my life. I have to prioritize my sleep, my rest, my everything. So I'm going to say no. Yeah. So, yeah, learn to say no and practice saying no. It will eventually start to kick. And when you first start saying no, you might start feeling guilty, you know. But when you start practicing it... It um, it becomes normal for you to say no. So you won't have that negative thought coming in telling you, oh, you should have helped her or oh, you should have done this. You should have excuse me, I had to look after myself. So that is how I challenge my negative thinking. Yeah, I'm very tough with all the thoughts that come in me. You should too. So another idea is to do a workbook for mental health. You know, mental health has been understood in a very very negative way you know right from when i was growing up you know we have been labeling people you know as mad as crazy as all this but listen mental health is health it's our health it's brain health it's mind health it's how we think about you know life and how we overcome life and how we interpret things you know so we need to normalize also you know caring for our mental health you know some as we care for our physical health same as we care for our, 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 our body our, our relationships same as we care about the food we eat we need to care about the word mental to me it means I don't know what meaning you have but for me to the word mental means how I how I think how I process things in my head you know um, for me that's how I interpret the word mental so how you process things in your head is it in a healthy way that you process things in your head you know we 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 working hard to you know because I'm a mental health first aider we we're working hard to kind of like create awareness for people to have like positive um, uh, you know talk about about mental health it's not it's not a bad thing you know and um, some, sometimes we lose our mind we we become angry we, we become we become low in mood we become this but that's not the end of the world you know as long as we 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 can help ourselves we can bring our mind back you can actually bring your mind back you only just need the tools to do that You know, we've all gone crazy at one time. We've all become angry. We've all become depressed at one time. We've all felt low in mood. We've all become disappointed because people have done things to us, you know. But again, we have to think about the chemical imbalance that goes on in our brain. You know, for example, hormones. Women, as we're growing older, we're getting into our 40s. Hormones, there's some imbo- hormone imbalance that is going to go on. That's definitely going to affect your brain. You know, that's why they, there's a saying that says that, oh, they've turned 40 now. They've started that, you know, age of, you know, feeling um, moody and feeling all this and that. You know, we look at our grandparents or our parents when they turn that age, they used to be very, they're not tolerant of anything. You know, so it's to do with the Im- imbalance in your brain. You know, for those who are. Very much, you know, working closely with your doctors, these, um, they, you know, they, they give hormones, um, therapy to help you to balance the hormones in your brain. You know, you feel women feel hot flashes. I don't know the symptoms about men, I need to really learn more about that, but women you feel hot flashes, you feel, and that's going to, you know, stop you from sleeping at night, and then when you don't sleep at night, you're going to feel tired during the day, so then you're going to be moody and irritable, yeah, I think I've taken a long time talking about this, this is mental health, we need to look after ourselves, be aware of whatever is going on in your mind, have a mental health workbook, you know, look at You know, measure the trends in your thinking, measure the trend, how am I feeling today, you know, put yourself in a pedestal and measure yourself, you know, am I okay, am I in a good mood, am I in a bad mood, you know, and how do I actually change my mood to feel better, you know, what you serve your mind is going to serve you, you know, back better, but if you give it negativity, if you give it You know, if you don't look after it, if you ignore it, it's definitely going to mess you up. So another idea is changing routine. Try something new. We know that the brain loves uh, rhythm, yeah, but for a limited amount of time, yeah, it gets tired. Once it masters something, it gets tired and it wants to move into something new. This is why... New learning, new routines, new practices, new you know words, new reading, new numbers, new everything. The brain enjoys that. It enjoys learning. It enjoys giving it something new. So change your routines. If you do things um, the same way, try and jug them around, and you know, so that your brain can learn. I have a, a brain coach that I follow, is called Jim Quick. Actually, he told me that you know we all, for those who are right-handed we all do things with our right hand and we tend not to do things with our, but with our left hand sorry I'm starting to speak very fast I can tell when I'm channeling so we all use with your left if you're right-handed you're gonna use you're gonna um, do everything with your right hand yeah but if you're left-handed you're gonna do everything with your left hand so he says you Can start changing you know doing things with the opposite hand if that makes sense so for me i'm right-handed and i brush my teeth in the morning using my right hand all the time that's how i've been told since a child so jim quick says to change that routine so that your brain can have something new brush your teeth using your left hand in the morning just that activity it does something to your brain cells. Yeah, I just added that up. It does something to your brain because we our cells are the most important things in our in our brain because you know you see our cells are affected by cancer. So our cells the way they mutate the way they you know they they multiply in our body is very 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 important and that's what keeps us alive i mean ask someone who has sickle cells and they'll tell you the importance of cells you know in in our body so even our brain cells need to multiply all the time in order to to help us you know um see when cells start dying off in our brain that's why people get dementia you know, I don't know whether you've had uh, uh, about dementia. Dementia is a is a generative disease that affects the brain. You lose your memory. Basically, you forget almost half of your life, you know. It affects, you know, people in ages like 65 and above, um, but they're finding solutions now. I mean, the Azema society is finding all solutions to how we can actually prolong the brain so that the cells in the brain don't start dying off. But saying that, when we do these activities, when you do the routine that your brain is going to, you know, pick up on, it helps you to prolong your memory. It helps to, you know, bring on focus and concentration and and then in the end, you're going to get ideas and, you know, creativity in your mind because we want to be creative, but sometimes, we find it hard, you know, to come up with ideas. You've sat there before and saying, what kind of business can I do? What what kind of business can I do to bring me extra cash? You know, I'm at that moment in my life where I feel, I'm, you know, I, I've been working for people, but I feel that I might want to start working for myself, you know. And guess what? I have an entrepreneurial coach. Yeah. So you know who you are. But anyway, change your routine do something differently you know if you're going to the same restaurant all the time change and go to another one if you're you know wearing the same color of clothes all the time try and wear another one so change everything change your hair change your makeup change your lipstick change you know have change your routine it'll help your brain to multiply those cells so that it can make you feel good another is turn into binaural beats to re, you know to rewire your brain yes our main goal is to rewire our brain now if you don't know for me i think apart from the heart the most important organ in our body is our brain because when you lose it you know okay. you're not going to be able to do anything i mean i've worked with people have had brain injury you know it's not a good thing to watch you know it's not a good uh, disability to have when your brain no longer works better but we need to look after it you know making sure that we you know wear helmets when we are riding our bikes making sure that we avoid head injury even if it's children you avoid you know banging their heads and stuff like that because that is where everything stems our understanding stems from that our brain you know uh, monitors our organs and also extends all those you know information into our organs to work properly so we need to look after our brain but there's one thing that i used that helped me to rewire my brain because for those who have heard about my story I went through a very traumatic experience that almost left me incapacitated in my thinking that I was addicted to negative thinking all I was thinking about is doom you know and then when you continue thinking about these negative things in your head you know eventually you start having bad thoughts you know of wanting to end your own life so you know from anxiety to depression from long you know, uh, depression that is not um, monitored or checked, or when you don't seek help, that is the way you're going to go. So, and it's not good to live with your thoughts, you know. So, rewiring your brain requires you to introduce new information. And there's this thing called beats Read about it, it's spelled B I N A U R O L binaural beats they're on YouTube so these beats help you to you know they, they kind of like change brain waves if you're interested in the brain for me I am I had to do all reading about all these things so we have brain waves you know we have um, brain waves that help us to process information you know so these binaural beats help to rewire the way our brain has been you know the the course it's been taking so for example if you have somebody I mean I'm going to use myself as an example because I got to a point where I was only thinking negatively about my life I could not see anything positive in my life you know I could not see anything positive you know I was only just thinking about doom so my thoughts in in my brain I had to rechange. I had to change them but I just didn't know how until I came across this tool of binaural so I started listening to them and they kind of like rewired my brain back to normal yeah so if you're interested in in, in brain waves I just you know come to me and I will Help you. I don't want to go into all that because I'm not a scientist, but I tapped into that and got. So, what are the examples of binaural beats? So, binaural beats are literally just rhythmic beats, any beat that is full of rhythm. So, you can hear in my background, I'm playing a binaural beat, which is um, kind of like it will take you into that deep lucid dreaming state you know it then diverts you from how you're thinking you know the negative thinking that you've been engaging into then it takes you into another thinking which is beneficial for us when we alter our thinking you know so there's a mind coach called um, Vishen Lakiani he talks about the altered altered states of the mind, how our minds can be altered, like from, uh, alpha, delta, um, and all the altered states. If you're also interested in altered states, you come to me and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. So it changes the way we actually think when we listen to those. So the sounds of a piano, the sounds of, you know, cows running, the sounds of drums, you know, we have the African drums, um, the sounds of waterfalls, the sounds of birds, the sounds of... Um, think of any sound that is rhythmic, that is continuous. You know, the brain wants to pick up on that. So I wake up and listen to rhythmic sounds that help me to rewire my brain for the day. So I'm gonna make you listen to this sound, and then you will tell me how you feel. If you're one person who has been struggling with altering your negative thoughts into positive, this is a good practice to do. Every morning when you wake up, you know, there are many tools you can do, but the binaural beats, listening to a binaural beat helps a waterfall, bird singing, drums playing, a piano or, you know, sounds of a horse running or cows, you know, those footsteps that they make, they they form into a sound, our brain um uh, picks, you know, it they create, they it does affect the brain the brain waves, you know. Um so, yeah. Enjoy it. There are so many things that cause us stress, but also there are so many things we can do to help ourselves come out of stress, and these are all the techniques that we are. I'm giving you today. But to start with, there's a very, very, very good technique, or the best technique so far, that I want you to learn, and I've always taught everybody, I don't know if i haven't gotten a chance to teach everyone of one of the techniques that saved my life i said one of the techniques that saved my life there are so many techniques that saved my life but this one was one of the techniques that saved my life and that technique is deep breathing see we have the natural breath and that's why we're here today because we are breathing But when you practice intentional breathing, there is something that you're doing to your body. One of the psychotherapists that I listen to is called Mark Strom. Mark Strom, he says, some doors open from the inside and breath is the only way to access that door some doors open from the inside but what does that mean we always think that from the outside is when we go where we're going to get happiness because on the outside there's always material stuff there's always you know things we look out using our own eyes They're all on the outside. And we might think that those are the things that are going to bring us happiness. And that we've proven now that it's not true. Because. If successful people, rich people. Would be happy. Would be the happiest. But it's been proven that. Most rich people are not happy. Even though they have everything. Yeah. So some doors open from the inside, it's within the inside of us that joy, happiness, contentment comes from. I've had to prove this when I was going through my difficult moments, I went shopping for everything that you've ever known, but listen, those things didn't bring me joy at all. I came back home with shopping bags full of stuff and I was still crying and suffering even more. Healing does not come from outside, it comes from deep within you, and breath is one of the things that is going to help you. Intentional breathing is just about following a certain pattern of breathing which helps to calm your nervous system. If you want to know more about the nervous system, it's a system that's, you know, causes some flight and fight motion in us when we get scared. If I give you an example, if for example, you're walking in the dark and someone scares you, psh, you get a gush of hormones filling out your body, you get scared. It could be in your heart, it could be in your heart. Or in your gut, in your stomach, that is your nervous system. It trembles, it gets scared. That's when you say, Oh, you scared me. That is your nervous system. So, there are some people who live like that. And every time their nervous system gets into that mode of fight and flight. When we get bad news, We get scared when we get to know that somebody has cheated on us, or there's infidelity, or somebody has done this, or somebody talked about you. There's always that gash that you get. So when that is left uncontrolled, your body starts to have the score. You know, it takes you back to how your mind you start having thoughts, you have having sleepless nights, you have, you know three days, four days you start feeling a bit funny after you've got that bad news okay so but when you learn this practice of intentionally breathing, your nervous it strengthens your nervous system. so that way you will be able to control even if somebody tells you something bad, you won't react. you'll be ready so now for me I'm used to it if I get bad news, I don't feel it in my body. I leave it because I'm already trained my heart. My sorry, I've already trained my nervous system not react. So you might be there thinking, oh, I don't usually get bad news. Yes, but listen, we live in a society where we are so busy. This is the busiest society in the whole of. I think since this world was created. We live in a busy society. We work long hours. We work schedules. we With the technology, there's a lot of sleep dysfunction. In children, in adults, everyone is about getting somewhere. There's a lot of expectations that have been put on human beings. People expect so much from us. Our relatives, our children, our husbands, our wives, our friends, our parents, our teachers, our colleagues, our managers. Everyone is expecting someone from you. Everyone is expecting you to behave in a certain way. And that's how we keep our busy lives. Everyone expects you to answer their phone call. Everyone expects you to respond to their email. Everyone expects you to come to their occasion, everyone expects you to give them some money or borrow them something everyone expects something from someone and that is the pressure that we are putting on ourselves so you can't tell me that your nervous system is going to remain untouched when you're living in such a world every day we see bad news what should I say about COVID-19 haven't we seen enough People dying from that and how it has disrupted all the world it has definitely has an effect on us but we're just trying to deny it. some societies are anyway but it has disrupted many people employment loss of loved ones children have been left orphans it has disrupted everyone so we're all living in a society which is very very busy and is causing us a lot of stress. But this daily practice of deep breathing is free and has no side effects like medication, has no side effects like any other thing that you want to engage in, like alcohol or sex or you know, fast driving or drugs or anything. This has no side effects, and I'd like to encourage everyone to take action into learning deep breathing exercise. If you don't know how to breathe, please text me and I'll teach you this wonderful exercise that saved my life, decreased my heart rate, helped me to fall asleep, helped my nervous system not to be scared, helped my acidic levels in my stomach to calm down, it helped me to tolerate food, it helped me to exercise more it helped it increased the way i i actually you know just in my mind i'm i feel after breathing just after 10 minutes my body is in a different place so we need to take this exercise seriously just as we need a sustainable world a sustainable home a business environment We need a sustainable body. We need a sustainable body because come to think of it, when you're working so hard and you're not looking after your body, if something happens, who's going to be looking after all those things? We live in a world today where it's full of technology, like everyone wants to fill out their house with something. You know, all these smartphones, smart fridges, smart. Um, technology smart everything in every house at least everyone is looking for something smart but you end up using none of those things or even just use one of it and you just wonder why you worked so hard to buy them and yet those things you look at them and they don't even bring you happiness but if you learn this technique this is the sustainability that you need In your body, people feel lonely more than ever now because of technology. We think that because of technology, we've become more close, but hang on, no, we are not connected, we are not connected in any way. Why? Because we don't meet as often. People are busy, people are working, people are doing this, people are doing that. There's no deeper conversations. This is why people are suffering of loneliness and isolation. Because they don't know who to talk to. They don't know who to call. Everyone is busy. We've lost that intimacy where we need to talk about deeper things. If we give you an example of that lady who took her own life, she's been crying out loud. So if people knew, someone would drive up to her home, And go and check on her maybe she would have saved her life as a mental health first aider I know that when somebody who is experiencing suicidal thoughts is distracted they are able to come back into their consciousness because suicide happens in the subconscious when you allow your subconscious mind that mind the second mind that I've always told you about when you allow it to Feel up and take control of your consciousness most people kill themselves without knowing nobody has ever wanted to kill themselves at least i know that from research and from experience because I'll give you an example of a person who wants to kill themselves if you try and take them into and tell them fall jump when you're t- telling them to they want because they're in their consciousness i've experienced many people who are going, for example, for an ex, you know, an MRI scan, or they're going to a surgery or an operation. And these are people who have suicidal ideations. But listen, they fear to go for operation because of fear of death. And it just intrigued me, and I thought, hang on. People who want to kill themselves don't actually want to kill themselves. So what is it then? It's the subconscious mind. That's why people need help don't judge anyone because their mind is so full of problems minds is so full of problems that's their term of reference that's how they see their problems as a very big heel so you coming and borrowing them with your understanding and tell them it's hard but you can come out of it Just giving them that reminder, you tap them on their shoulder and you tell them it's okay. That's intimacy. That sort of intimacy we do not have. People holding us and telling us it's okay. People hugging us. We need that as human beings, but we are not getting that. So intimacy is when we need to develop that again as human beings to be able to be present with other people giving people hugs, I know that now COVID-19 doesn't allow us to do that but holding someone's hand and squeezing it so tight and telling them hold on, things are going to be okay, that's enough yeah so deep breathing is one of the exercises that is going to help you to have a sustainable life if you want to survive your success. Nobody wants to take a path of medication. Nobody wants to take a path of of diagnosing them with some sort of illness. Can't take pride in that, But you can prevent it. If you, you know, prevention. For me, my background is public health. So it's always about preventative methods. How can we prevent this, not cure? But how can we prevent the onset of disease? How can we prevent the onset of mental health? How can we present, prevent the onset of depression? And these are the skills that I empower you with to prevent you from being... It's not just about coping strategy, but we just want to prevent. Through creating awareness and, and doing away well with stigma, we are preventing people from actually taking their own life so you you don't have to take a path you you were not brought up to be into this path of being diagnosed with any sort of illness but I've told you it all starts with not managing our stress our forefathers our foremothers we had all them complaining about how they have had had problems in Luganda they used to call them into nonsense and we used to say it's okay but listen those people never used to sleep they worried about land issues they worried about their husband's cheating they worried about their husband's alcohol they worried about so many things they never slept and women most women maybe suffer this because men have other ways of coping through alcohol and you know sleeping with many partners that's their coping strategy which is Actually, not very good because it leads to disease but women we don't usually cope very well our children are protective factors you do everything for your child say I'm going to keep myself here and then boom while you're keeping yourself somebody brings the disease for you and then you die so this is why you need to be questioning yourself is this the right relationship for me to leave when you don't question this is why maybe we fall into the traps that we have fallen into. Is this the right relationship? Where is this relationship leading me? If I have seen things and I try to ignore them just because I want to be there, just because I want to cope. Cop. That's what the society tells you. Cop. Guma. Cop. Yes. <laughs> you know. It's not worth it, darling not worth it okay so I'm just going to go through very quickly because it's time to take my kids to school but try a new hobby schedule me time in your calendar Uh, Reward yourself. Yeah. Gift yourself. If you've achieved something, if there's something that you've been, you know, you've been working on on, on something, whether it's, you know, it's a job interview you've got or you've, you know, you've finished your essay assignment or you've always learned to reward yourself. I reward myself all the time, you know, and that's a good self-care practice that you might do this December. Don't forget to put a gift under your Christmas tree. I do give myself, my family, you know, find me very odd. But listen, it makes me feel good because it's a whole year I've worked hard. I've done many things, even though some of them I've not achieved. But I reward myself by wrapping my own gift and putting it under the tree. And I write myself a little, a small letter, appreciating myself. Thank you for being brave. Thank you for being courageous that's what you're telling yourself, you know, so reward yourself with give. there's no, there's no harm in, you know, giving, giving yourself something, buy yourself, it's a a perfume or anything that you want to give, I mean, women, we reward ourselves, but is it intentional, you know, do you do that intentional rewarding, where you, what are you celebrating, you know, for example, I could go out for a meal to celebrate, oh, I've worked the whole month, you know, I need to go and celebrate myself, so, Make it practice to reward yourself. Don't wait people to give you because they might not. It's just going to make you feel bad when people don't give you. I give myself everything. Maybe no wonder people don't give me. But you know what? It doesn't make me feel bad because I can reward myself. I know how to reward myself. And sometimes when people offer us gifts, you it might, it might it might not be your taste. You know, for me, I have very, very, yeah, difficult taste that, it's normally, it's not, you know, I my taste and preferences are very, you know, it might not be different from what you taste and preferences are. So when you give me something, I might not, you know, might not be my taste, so I might not really appreciate it. So I don't really mind if people don't reward me with anything because I know I can reward myself according to my taste and preferences. So another practice is actually colouring. We teach our children to draw, to do painting and all these things, but this is very good. It helps us to unwire and release anxiety. Colouring books, these mindfulness colouring books for those who are interested. I don't know I mean these are some of the things that i want to do to help you to um, bring you back to the present moment i do i quite enjoy coloring now i take just five minutes or 10 minutes i set a timer and i say i'm going to spend 10 minutes doing this you know just to calm myself down because i have a history of trying to multitask. so i, ha- I am this something that i'm working on because i came to an, an understanding understanding that Multitasking is not good for my brain. It makes me tired and I don't want to do that. So, yeah, coloring books, drawing, painting, everything else. It's one form of mindfulness. Identify triggers. We talked about it the other week. What triggers you off? You know, same as food you eat, but there's some things that trigger you off. There's maybe information that triggers you off. Maybe there's people who trigger you off. Identify what triggers you off so that you can be happy you can avoid it or if you can't avoid it you can change it if you can't change it you can endure it you know if you can't endure it you can change it move you know get away from it if it's triggering you Another one is listening to a podcast or talks. The time you spend listening to me, even though this is not a podcast, it's just a voice note, but listen, it does help you to listen to someone else's story. You know, I love storytelling. I love listening to TED Talks and podcasts and what people have achieved and how they overcame. For me, that's what interests me. And if you find me on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, Twitter, I like to follow people who are overcomers because I know that all the successful people hard demons that they had to fight. So I want to know how did they do it. So that is my interest. Um I do not like to follow toxic people. I on Facebook no. I don't like people who change my, my energy. I don't I don't want to operate from a lower vibration of hate, you know. I want to be in a higher vibration of love and kindness and compassion and empathy. All those Self actualization, and you know, I want to start operating in the higher vibration, just like God. I don't want to be lower, hating on people, doing these, doing that, you know, that gossiping. But I don't like that, so yeah listening to podcasts. Do something spontaneous. I am one spontaneous person. I'm very not very good at setting timetables. It's only my work that is really teaching me how to do this planning, which is good also when we are going to be talking about to-do lists, you know, planning. So, but do something spontaneous. Just wake up one day and say, you're going to the beach, you know. Wake up one day going, oh, I'm booking a flight. I'm going away on holiday. Those spontaneous moments, our minds love them. It's not all the time that we have to be prepared. You know, wake up one day, change your hair, wake up one day, clean your house, change your bedroom, change your living room, change that. You know, do this. Spontaneity is one thing that we need to practice this month of September. Unplug, sorry, <laughs> December. Unplug from technology. Who? This is going to say, oh, my phone, my phone. I want to be with my phone all the time. It's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, unplugged from technology. People keep saying, oh, I can't put my phone down. Yeah, it's practice, okay? The reason why you don't put your phone down because you don't have anything else to do. See, if you have a wealth of ideas, of activities that you have to do, the phone is going to be the last thing. For example, if you're looking after a baby or doing this or what, there's so many things that you're going to keep you busy away from your phone. So do it intentionally. You know, I love intention. The next thing we're going to be learning about in this group is the power of intention. You know, how we can introduce intention in everything that we do. So start by intentionally putting your phone down. Start by intentionally switching off your phone when you go to sleep or before you go to sleep or not holding your phone the first thing in the morning. You know for me as I said I before I hold my phone even to talk to you there's some practices that I do before I engage with technology because I know that technology is full of information you know and it's up to us to choose which type of information we are going to engage into I'm not going to wake up and start watching negative you know news information or you know this because I'm aware now what's on Facebook by the way we should also learn the season of social media what is trending now have you ever realized that we're all being fed into one thing pretty much depending on our communities and society you know the society that we live in yeah so there's going to be all everybody's going to jump on that one news so i know that oh no i'm not going on social media because mm -mm, it's toxic let me go out in the woods or let me just go and visit nature because I want to be away from social media. So having that understanding of the season of social media, what is there, what is trending? You know, right now we have the Omicron virus going on and people are making fun of it, which is good. Sometimes I like the humor that comes out of it. Unless last week we were talking about Ugandan airline having grasshoppers on board, you know. So it, it it triggers you somehow because many people were triggered by that, you know. But have you noticed that if you you're triggered like that, you know, I remember when the campaign, you know, campaigns in Uganda were triggering off. And I had to think to myself, I'm like, I'm not in Uganda. Why am I even feeling this way? I had sleepless nights trying to wait for the results. hell no. Nobody's going to know here that I am struggling because of, you know, know which information to tap into and how it's going to affect <coughs> you. Unplug from technology was a self-care idea. Create a to-do list, you know, this comes in, you know, with multitasking. If you have so many activities that you have to do during the day, write a list down and prioritise which one comes first. Um, declutter and clean up your environment where you live. The environment where we live is a source of energy, you know, that environments will definitely bring negative energy clean spray light candles create all those incense burn everything that is beautiful to listen to you know it activates our sense of smell when we live in clean environments dirty environments you don't want to live in a an environment which stinks it's going to alter the way you think so clean your environment declutter open windows let the bad energy flow out you know and let the good energy come in Mop using something that smells nice. Spray something on your pillow that smells nice. I have, you know, some pillow uh, things that I spray that makes me feel good. You know, it gives you that hotel kind of like feeling. If anyone has slept in a hotel, I love being in hotels because of the white sheets and how the bed sheets smell, maybe the, the, the detergent that they use to wash. You know, all those things help to cultivate calmness and happiness. yeah create a music playlist that um uh, um, you know like you you have to understand your mood what's your mood now is it a happy mood play happy music if it's a mood is it a somber mood is it mundane is it this understand your mood what mood am i in today you know i have a playlist in my spotify um Library. I have worship, I have Ugandan music, I have all sorts of music, I have all this music. So I play them in what mood am I? What mood am I? I assess my mood and play that kind of music to help me. In the mornings, I said, my playlist is always binaural, healing deep music that is going to help me start my day. Start a journal to release thoughts and emotions. That's the last self-care idea. And I have done this intentionally, because I want you guys to start journaling. Journaling is powerful, guys. Because you journal your thoughts and visions and emotions and ideas and dreams. They come true, especially when you pray over them. You just put your hand on everything that you want to achieve this year. For example, we're coming towards the month, the end of the year. Yeah? People are going to start making... Um, um, I'm gonna start, you know, writing down goals. What what should I achieve in last next year or so? Sometimes you wonder why sometimes things don't work out for you. It's because you didn't you didn't write it down. The power of writing actually is um is is, is it's, it's 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 wonderful. I was reading something the other day, I'm trying to look at it. Somebody wrote something. Uh, yeah. Write No, that's not true. Yeah, writing down, writing down, writing down. What was it? It was a book that I was reading, the God, yeah, the universe has my back. It was somewhere. I wanted to just read a quote, but I'm sorry, I couldn't find it. But, um, yeah, the power of writing. Channel, just get a small, pretty book, start writing in there. Pray over these things. Trust me, some of the things that I've done or that I've achieved in life, either by two things. I visualized them or I wrote them down. I'm good at visualizing because there's a saying, fake it till you make it. Fake it into your mind. Not fake it on social media, not fake it anywhere else. Fake it in your mind. Just fake it. Just fake a house in there. Fake a car in there. Fake a marriage in there. Fake a baby in there. In your mind. It will start the universe will start attract it's called the law of attraction you attract what you think of you know as i've always said blessings attract blessings scarcity attracts so choose wisely but going back to the point of journaling and writing down our thoughts let that be something that you're going to do this december even those things have not happened the way you wanted this month There's so many things that have happened throughout the year. We've lost people. We've gone through a lot of pain and suffering, but we want to start over End this month on a good note. We do not want to end it on a bad note. And we hope that things go well because when we start visualizing the good things, they come to pass. So the first day of this December, I think this is pretty much good that we're starting it this way. So I'm going to dwell on all these things that I've taught here. I want you to do too. So December, you're the last one. So be the best one. Have a good day.